Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about spiritual magic, law of attraction, how to best enjoy your journey of life. My name is Colin. I am a life coach, tarot and oracle card reader and medium. My name is Stephanie, and I am a transformational life coach, and I help people shift away from negative thinking, and it transforms their lives. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to the audio version, uh, thank you for watching us. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, um, if you enjoy our show and feel called to, um, please like us and subscribe to us. We would greatly appreciate your support. It helps us a lot. Every week here on Co-Creation Station, we talk about a different topic. And today, the topic is... Only human. (laughs) Did we have another topic for it? Title no, no. That? It is that. It, that's the topic. I just didn't know if we were how we were gonna title the topic. This is okay. Let's title this right now. I'm I'm making up all the titles for the video, like <laughs> yeah. after we do it because then I know yeah. like what it was about. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a this is an art of allowing story. This is totally an art of allowing story. It's the only human art of allowing story. I mean, what else? What What do you think? I, my question, I think like most of the titles have just sort of naturally felt like questions to me. Like the episode one was, what is the art of allowing? Which is kind of okay. what we covered. Um, I think is episode four um, is a couple weeks ago is what, what, oh, how do Oracle and tarot cards work? Which I think we covered. Um, so I was wondering, like, for me, this story is like, how crazy can the magic get? Ooh. This yeah, because this this was, <laughs> this was off the freaking charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that one. Yay! So should I start and just tell about the song, and then you can pick up where? Oh, that would in? be great. Yeah, okay. let's yeah, let's do that. All right. So I'm in a band called Red Treasure. I write the songs. I play guitar and sing, and we were um, on our way to writing the material for our first album album which was only like four songs but um in the midst of that period i had uh writer's block for songwriting which i can't remember ever having before one of the most freely flowing things for my whole life not just since i learned about the law of attraction the art of allowing but pretty much since i started is that i've just been able to write songs very easily and i'm very grateful for that i don't take it for granted um but i had a writer's block and it's because i had a really bad breakup short version of that story Um, (laughs) and it was really bothering me because like I just naturally write songs like all the time like or I don't always like write a whole song but I'm just writing musical parts and like uh, four lines of lyrics or whatever like all the time like I'm always doing that and it's not anything I have to like force myself to do or make time it just usually happens I'm in the shower and I get an idea and I have to run and write it down anyway so this period I was really not writing and it just really started to bother me and so i um i don't remember how i found her but i found this creativity coach and um she had a really interesting like offer it was like uh, it was something like 150 dollars for one issue and we could talk for as long as i wanted 
Wow. It's like, holy cow. Um, and I think we, but I think, you know, it's like, it's one of those things like, well, what if you talk for 12 hours? But I think it's like most people are going to, she's confident she could get somebody somewhere in, maybe this is what we were just talking about with your value base. <laughs> I know. The like, show. That's like, like a whole nother subject. How did I call back slash segue to the pre-show? Anyway, another episode. But anyway, so I think I, I, I think we talked for about two hours. Um, we met at this uh, outdoor uh, you know, table at a coffee shop in North Hollywood where I live. And, um, you know, she ran me through a lot of questions about what was going on and everything. And essentially what we, what she helped me realize was that I hadn't processed all the feelings around Mm -hmm. the breakup. Like I had put a stopper in them a little bit, um, which surprised me because I knew intellectually that, you know, if you go through a breakup, that's, there's a lot of feelings there. You need to feel them. You need to let them out. Um, but she was right. I, I was keeping them in. And I think the reason I had the writer's block was because I really wanted to write about that uh, breakup, the relationship and the oh. hopes and the dreams of it, and then the mm-hmm. disappointment and the heartache and all that. And, but, but you I just knew wouldn't that I would allow have yourself? To. Yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to face like a geyser of grief, really, mainly sadness, yeah. pain, hurt, yeah. grief, woundedness, yeah. not fun things. Yeah. Um, but her suggestion was spot on and she was just like, first of all, let go of whether you're gonna write a song about this relationship in the near future or not. Like maybe you will, maybe you won't. The important thing for you as an artist is that in a creative soul is you just need to get this stuff out. So she was just like, get your journal out first thing in the morning every day and just write about just that until you can't write anymore. Cool. And I was like, okay. mm, that sounds kind of hard. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, can I also bash my head in the, the camera? I'm like, I'm like, I anyway. do the first thing in the morning. <laughs> but it was really, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the coaching I do is around creativity and, and letting people who are blocked creatively, like, get their stuff out. And it was a really helpful lesson for me because um, – it was that thing of like, because part of the act, I think what my subconscious was doing is thinking about the song about the relationship as this is going to be my public presentation of my side of the story. And therefore I have to get it exactly right. And I can't let anybody see any weakness in me or I can't be nasty to the person that broke up with me or or whatever you know like i have to present it in this way and that was a block like that's that's sort of um putting this like sort of restriction on something before it's even before you've even tapped the faucet and anything's come out you know so anyway she was saying that um what she thought i should do was just like you know get up journal and she's like eventually you will and she's like it's not gonna take a month like she's like i don't think it'll take a week like if you just write every morning you'll get it all out and it'll be done. And she's like, at that point, then you can either write the song or not, but you won't be blocked anymore. You'll be able to write other songs. Maybe you'll write about this relationship two years from now when you have more distance on it or something. But like, you'll you'll be unblocked as a songwriter. So I did what she said, long story short. It was super uncomfortable and painful, but it was also very... I don't know, healing. Like, I'm sure. Definitely, because I had not told people even though I have a lot of trusted friends and people I trust with that kind of intimacy and stuff like that, I hadn't really let it rip. I was really angry. I was really hurt. I really felt like someone had 
you know, kind of like bailed on a relationship that had a lot of potential, a lot of really great stuff in it, and they just bailed out of fear. Like they were just afraid of getting any closer to me emotionally, so they just bailed. And um, I hadn't let myself really verbalize that anger. So the journaling, just like writing, I literally like almost every day my right arm would hurt at the end. I don't know how long I wrote, but it was just like, I literally would like stop just because my arm was tired. Well, sure, you're just like, all that emotion is in your arm and yeah. There's so many, I think I still have it somewhere, I don't know where, but like there's so many pages that are just like gigantic, like I only put four (laughs) words on the page. This wasn't fair, you were just scared, you know? Yeah. Um. And, and other more colorful words. Yes, I was um, going to say, I've, <laughs> I've done that many a times. <laughs> what's amazing about that is that I was totally ready to write the song after that, which I, I was mm. trying to practice what she had said, which I thought was very wise, is like, don't put the pressure yeah. on this either, that you have to write the song about it immediately after. And I love what you said, and I wrote it down because it's kind of pertinent to where I'm at in my life and what I'm walking through right now. And you said, let go. Yeah. Yeah, I had to let it rip. I had to really let it rip. I had to let go of trying to control the presentation of my feelings and my thoughts and all that. I just had to, and that's what journaling can really do. Like even, you might have feelings that like if you really verbalize it, even your best, closest friends don't want to hear that crap, you know? But but you got to get it out, you know, as a human. It's like if you keep anything we keep in and don't process or let flow, it it bugs us later, you know? Well, and I always tell clients and friends is like journaling is one of the least expensive forms of therapy that exists. Yeah, seriously. And I've there's been times when I've been like, like you were saying, like I'll start off because I'll be really angry, like, yeah. and two or three pages <laughs> in, I'm like, thank you God, la la la, and I'm like, and you know, I start off in ten and rage or anger or whatever, mm. and then I end up in love, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's great. So, yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, so, but it turns out that I was ready to write the song and, and it literally just can't. I picked up my guitar. Mm. Again, the songs that people that like my music like the most are always the simplest ones. I'm always so like insecure about the simplicity of the music. And then mm-hmm. it's like, those are the ones people like the most. <laughs> um, but um, it was a very simple, you know, little chord progression that I came up with on my acoustic guitar. And then the, the lyrics really just poured out and it was really this miracle to me because it was just like this crystallization of i don't even know 80 pages of you know journaling that crystallized into these whatever three verses and a chorus and a bridge i guess um and it was like oh that's really kind of this distilled poetic version of what i vomited onto the pages you know Mm. for eight days straight or however long i did it Mm. and um the thing that was really great about it was you know the song is so the song is called only human um and the thing that really struck me about it was one of the reasons i was blocked one of the reasons why it was hard to get in touch with the feelings was i don't know if it's the first time ever but it was definitely the biggest time ever that i had anger at my ex and hurt from my ex for her breaking up with me and everything but I also had a tremendous amount of compassion and empathy for her mm. and what she had gone through. Because mm. I learned a lot about what she was struggling with mentally and emotionally in her mm. life with her you oh. know, childhood trauma and stuff. But that was what mm. made it very hard to try to present because those seemed like opposites to me. Like I either have to be upset at her or I have right. to 
be in this forgiving, yeah. understanding place. And yeah. what was really going on is I had both, you know? Right. Yeah. And Beautiful. so what's always struck me about what I like, everybody takes their own thing from it. But what I like about the lyrics is that it, it, there's vitriol in there. Like, you know that the narrator of the song is not happy about what happened, but there's also like compassion and empathy, you know, yeah. for, the, for the person that did. I do hear wrong. that in the song. Yeah. 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 So um, I was very excited, but I really wanted to, I just wrote it on like acoustic guitar and I did the vocal melody and I did the lyrics. And then I was like, that it was, you know, Red Treasure tends to be a loud um, hard rock, you know, punk rock grunge kind of band. And I was like, mm, this is different. This is like, yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It's acoustic now. I, you know, maybe we'll do it with electrics, but I don't even know how that would work. So I um, contacted my good friend and music collaborator, Corey Landis. Okay. So we're going to pause yeah. here because oh, okay. this yeah. is where our story comes in. Well, oh, this okay. is the next step of the story. So then right. I remember you had written it and you were, so you were living in LA by this time and and you would because you have such a strong connection to san diego you would drive down once or twice a month yes, yes. and so you're like i'm coming down so we made plans to get together and you're like i wrote this song only human and i want to play it for you i'm going to bring my guitar and i'm like okay and so we went we met and then we went to old town because we always love old town mexican cafe yes colin loves his bean burritos <laughs> And, uh, and I, I can't their... believe I can't believe that didn't come out until episode seven or whatever. We're I... <laughs> I and can't I believe love that was Old Town Mexican Cafe's one material. beans. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, and their flour tortillas, homemade. And so we go there and um, and we have lunch. And then afterwards, we go over. I think it's called Heritage Park, mm -hmm. and it's a lovely little park with all these older homes, eighteen hundred, you know, early nineteen hundred style homes. And um, and we go nice little park setting we start walking onto the grass and we see this gazebo off in the in the distance and so we go over there it's very private not a lot of people around and <clears throat> so colin gets out his guitar and i'm sitting there on the brick wall and you start playing your song and, and singing and i'm just like i'm blown away it's beautiful and i don't remember if the no, I didn't dance. I just sat there and listened. And it was like, yeah. wow. I have a memory of that that day that's really funny because I actually had written two songs. I was clearly more jazzed about Only Human, but I'd written this other one that I really liked. And I don't even remember which one that was. And I remembered, like, I played Only Human for you first, and you kind of flipped out. And I was like, oh, I have another one. And you're like, okay. And I played the <laughs> other one, and you're like, that first song was amazing. <laughs> so much <laughs> but i was is i was over the top in yeah. love with the first one so the that yeah. made up for this not digging the second one yeah i don't remember what the second one was. i know i'm like trying to think what it was too yeah. i don't know um but. so that was cool so that was the, my first because you had just written it you really hadn't shared it yep. with anyone no and, um, that's right you were the first person that heard it i was thinking I think I've even told the story that Corey was the second person or the first person, but he was the second. Yeah, you were the first. No, yeah. Because Corey yeah. comes in later. 
So, so I loved it. It was beautiful. And I think it was really the first time that you played a song for me, like something. Yeah. I was first time I ever, yeah. heard you perform. Um, yeah. So thank you. And it, uh, yeah, freaking love this song. So, um, so I just think it's so beautiful the way that whole thing happened. And then, and then, okay. So then now you decide it's, there's something here like it's Mm -hmm. it's powerful the lyrics then just all the emotion like the story you just told the whole meaning Mm -hmm. behind it and then you decide you're going to record it like red treasure is going to record it no not right away i mean i figured we would but i i think at the time of the story that we're at right now i still was that that was down the road kind of um what i knew i wanted was to involve you know, another instrument. I, I was really struggling with like, um, just the fact that it was, I mean, and people, so whenever I say this, everybody's like, what are you worried about? You know, every hard rock band has their ballads, like yeah. has their acoustic numbers, like what were you worried about? And I'm just like, it's not that I was worried. It's just like the band was still very new at that point And we had not done anything that was like that, this. like that. It, yeah, every yeah. song we did was loud banging, screaming yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> you know so i just was like where does this fit in it makes me it reminds me of the uh the story of under the bridge the red hot chili pepper song because anthony colitis i always forget how to say his last name but the lead singer wrote that song and he didn't bring it to the band because he thought it was too different than their style and rick rubin their record producer happened to be at his apartment and like he had it he had the lyrics like on the out on the kitchen table or something oh, wow. and rick rubin like picked it up and was like you are recording this and he's oh, like no 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 it's not red hot yeah. chili peppers he goes like you're recording this right. <laughs> That's awesome. and it's been their biggest hit ever Aww. like it's still their biggest hit um so it's similar to that in some ways but um yeah, so I just, instead of bringing it into rehearsal with Gabriel, who's my drummer and bass player, um, I went to Corey Landis, who's our, you know, he, he's not a f- official member of the band, but he plays piano on all our records, basically. Um, and um, picks a major ass. <laughs> yeah. And I went to him, and I was, and he hadn't, we, we there were no plans to play piano with Corey at that point for, for the band. Um but I went to him because I was like, eh, this is a, like a pretty sad song. And I just think it's got to have something other than loud guitar, loud drums, and me yelling at the top of my lungs. Um, so I went over to Corey's. He, he, at the time, had a little house. Maybe he still lives there in uh, Glenburn. And um, he has his piano in the main room. And um, he was like, all right, well, let's just do it, you know. And I... I record. I hit record on my iPhone, the little voice memo recorder, and we did one run through. And uh, I, th- I think I fucked it up uh, somehow. I can't remember exactly. And then, but we had it. You know, like he, he, you know, he's brilliant. So. <laughs> and so um, you sang, and he played. Key- he played keyboard. I sang and played my guitar? acoustic. Gu- yeah, okay. I sang okay. and played acoustic guitar. I think, and he played piano. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so we did a second run through of it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like that's just, <laughs> that was really 
Like that was musically how the song really felt like it should go. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, we'll figure out the drums and the bass and everything, but it's definitely going to have this piano or something like this piano part in it. And um, it can have guitar. And I, and I think at that point we knew like, oh, it, oh no, actually, I, I forgot about this. I, I, at some point I said to Corey, like, oh, we can't do electric guitar with this, right? Like, I got to keep it acoustic. He's like, no, you, you should plug it in. And I was like, but isn't it going to, you know, just dominate everything? Like, this is one of these songs where you really need to hear the words. You need to hear the piano. And he's like, yeah, well, turn it down. That's what mixing is for. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, right. right. The guitar doesn't always have to be at 11. It can be at 4 if we want. Um, so, yeah. So then, but that's when, so now on my iPhone in L.A., I have a recording of it that is, it's, just an open air recording that we did in one take, but it's okay. me singing and playing acoustic guitar and Corey playing piano in his house. Okay. And so then I go to San Diego the next okay. month to visit you. So, so you're like, Oh, I, I recorded only human with Corey and I want to play it for you. I'm coming down. I'm like, okay, so we make another date and, um, and we go to our spot and I was like, okay, we'll go to the gazebo. And I remember <laughs> I had my, um, my Bose um, iPod dock. Um, oh, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring it because I want to be able to hear it. We can play it loud. Mm -hmm. And so they had um, at the gazebo, they had like an electrical outlet. And so I, um, I bring it, we set everything up. And I remember the brick wall, the gazebo set up. So the brick wall, if you sit on the brick wall, you're, I, I'm looking out to the, all the grassy area. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so you which for everybody else that wasn't there um looks kind of like you could i mean be, it's not the gazebo's not in like a town square kind of setup it's at the edge of this field so it looks like a small band or a couple of singers or something could set up on the gazebo and could play to actually a fairly large crowd yeah like several the, hundred the people i mean it's a grass big is field. huge yeah, yeah but the whole time we're there, there's no one. It's just you and me. No one around. Yeah. There's like maybe like five or 10 other people, but they're over more towards the buildings, yeah. which is pretty far. What would you say? Like 400 feet away from us or something. So we're. Yeah. I was going to say about hundred yards, hundred feet. Yeah. Yards, you know. So we're, we just pretty much have the whole park to ourselves in this gazebo that's off towards the edge. And um, so we or set meters. it up. We're, we're, we're on the global internet, so 100, 100 meters or 100. Okay, meters. okay. Always trying. And, to... um, and so we set it up. Colin sets it up, and um, I get the the case out and everything, and we're setting everything up. And he his his back is to the grass, so he's looking at me, and we start playing "Only Human." And I just I had my remote, and I just start. I'm just pressing the button for it to go louder and louder. And I know at that point you were getting a little uncomfortable. You're like, I was so, not a little. <laughs> it was so like, loud because like, the thing is, the thing that was helping me with my like not feeling weird that we're doing this thing in public is that there was nobody around. So yeah. as long as we didn't get too loud, no yeah, one would it was know okay. this ever happened. And you just speaking of turning it to eleven, you just cranked it, and it was it, blaring. Yeah, and so I I love blaring. music. I love music. I don't <laughs> want to hear it. And my Bose doc, if anybody owns Bose, yeah. it's like freaking awesome. And so I just like crank it up and it's, 
it's beautiful. And I start dancing in the gazebo. The gazebo's wet. It's it's a decent size. It's not huge, but we definitely should have gone down there and done some measurements before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like twelve by twelve. Um, yeah, I so think I it's about four dancing. meters. Four square meters. <laughs> Thank you, Dolly. <laughs> And I start dancing because it is the song is so danceable the way you know you've created it, and I'm I dig it. I love it's one of my favorite songs over a treasure mm-hmm. band, and um and you're just watching me and it, and I could tell you're a little uncomfortable. And I'm dancing and I'm kind of, and then off in the distance I see two women with five little girls and they're ranging between like maybe seven and ten, and they've got these beautiful little dresses on, and they. They look like they're going to a party or something. They're just adorable. Like it's Easter Sunday or something. Just like Honestly, they cute. looked to me like they stepped directly out of a period film. Mm-hmm. Like those dresses were, to me, it was like Pride and Prejudice or something. Like I was like, what, is, what, what event did they go to? Like, So they're off in the distance and I can, they hear the music. And they're like looking at me and they're, and they hear the music and they're, I could see it in there. And I'm just kind of dancing. I'm watching in the distance and I could tell they're like, we want to go over there. Like what's going on over there. And so they start running towards the gazebo towards us. And I, and they're just, and then the parent, the two women follow them and they're just standing there watching us. And they're like, six or seven feet away from us and i tell colin and i'm still dancing the song's going i go Colin, i go there's people behind you watching and you're just like (laughs) panic Panic. and the girls are like they are so excited i could tell like there was one of them she looked like the oldest and she was just like i could see it in her eyes like she wanted to come up on stage with me and dance and i'm like i like start motioning toward i go i'm like it's okay come on up join me come on and they're like okay and she gets up and then the rest follow her and they're on stage with me dancing to this song and only human is about this woman whose heart is breaking and she can't allow a love in and it was like here i am this adult dancing that part of this woman who just wants and then these little girls come up on stage as if it's her inner child Mm -hmm. and it's like here we are on the stage and we're dancing and they're like and then i could tell one was a little shy and she was meek but the other one was like dancing with me and and here we are on the stage and colin was just like i can't believe this and he's 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 i'm like i think i had said to you you need to record this and you get out your phone and you record it we would have played it for you all, but we never got consent from the parents. Never even thought about it in the moment. Like the song ended, we said goodbye, they left, and we just sat there like, what is going, what just happened? Like our mind was blown. It ended so quickly, like, and I, I don't think they ran off, but it was just one of those things of like, it, it was ended. such a wonderful and yet strange and like unexpected doesn't cover it that it's like the song ended they got off the gazebo and like you and i had a moment of like what just happened i felt like i turned around and they were gone 
well we said we said goodbye and they said bye and they said thank you and we said thank you and it was just it was beautiful we all had this moment i remember the women watching and they were just like wow the kids were like overjoyed dancing in their dresses and you know and and i and i i welcomed them i was like of course like come on you know a lot of times we see something and we want to do it, but we're just like, we can't. And I was just like, come on board, like join me. And they did. And, and they were at that age where they just allowed themselves to, mm-hmm. they just needed permission. And I said, yes. And they joined me and it was beautiful. And um, I remember we walked away. We were just like so high and just so shocked. And then we just sat in your car. I remember getting, cause I love trains and over by the train is on Moraine on trolley track and the train track is down below and so the horn blares and we can hear it from there and I remember when we that whole experience got done the train came in and the horn blew and I was just like oh my god <laughs> and we just sat in your car we, we drove away we, we went and I think you took me to my car because we had we had driven up to the park in your car and then you took me yep. to my car and we just sat there and just kind of like talked about what had just happened like yeah. and we we're like that's a video that is the video for this song like it was so spirit like or we <laughs> what's amazing <sighs> yeah just to say like we've talked about um trying to recreate it as a music video with actual actors you know child actors and things and um just logistically financially you know it just hasn't worked out for us but yet um I think the cool thing about it was like we've, and I do feel bad for anybody watching this who can't, <laughs> um, can't see the actual video because we, everybody in the band and who's friends with the band and like people who know us, we've been able to share it with them. Um, and it is, it's this really wild thing. I think the video is more just proof that this amazing thing happened. <laughs> It's like somehow you you were present enough in all this crazy magic to say, you know, turn your record button on, buddy. And I was somehow still sane enough to do what you said. And, you know, we actually have proof that this happened. But I think for me, that is one of the greatest demonstrations of the law of attraction art of allowing that I've ever witnessed. Because it was literally like you were just so open relaxed having fun enjoying yourself free you know no resistance within you that you literally summoned like little dancing nymphs from the woods and they (laughs) (laughs) like literally like what it was it's like they just like and they just like came up and danced with you and then they like flitted off into the woods Mm. and um i've just i've just never never witnessed i mean i've seen a lot of miracles from law of attraction and art of allowing in my life don't get me wrong but that was the probably still the biggest one for me where it was just like Mm -hmm. how did that even happen that like so art of allowing right so i love music let's let's back up for a second so i'm with my friend who i we always like we bring out the best in each other we always laugh and play we like our little my little girl your little boy we just you know, we just have fun. We bring out the both the best in each other. And then, so then we get together, you're doing what you love, which is playing music and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so you share that with me. I love music. I love to dance. Mm -hmm. So it's just like so much 
good stuff in there just like and that vibe the energy of that is just like so high that whoever was a, a match to that just came on board and it was just this beautiful experience that we'll remember forever and um yeah i mean for me not to get all i don't know um overly go for it let's just do it i just it really did and i don't know i don't know how it actually works you know like i don't know how the law of gravity actually works i mean there are formulas you could reteach me that i'm sure i learned in you know high school physics class about how law of gravity actually works but i don't i can't tell you i can't explain i mean even like actual physics physics professors at universities right now they can talk to you about what they've discovered about it but we don't understand like well how did it even begin how did gravity even know because we use electricity all the time and i don't sit there and try to explain it or or, nor do i need to know about it i just use it so (laughs) but i mean there's things about like even you can talk even if you're knowledgeable from a scientific standpoint you talk about the wave that creates you know the electricity it's like well where did that where did that wave come from and how did it you know start who cares it works. Um, we love it. We need it. We yeah. want it. Let's but it really benefit it felt, from it. But it felt to me like there was literally an artistic director kind of person watching you dance and was like, you know what we need? We need little girls in period Easter Sunday dresses <laughs> to come in and dance with her. That would make this a much more beautiful moment of life for everyone involved. So we need and to like, play the song. Like sprinkled fairy dust over the field and they just arrived, you know, and then flitted off, you know. It was beautiful. So let's play the song. Can we do that? So that. I don't know. So that. Um, I'll have to talk to the songwriter, see if we can get the rights. People can hear, well, first of all, hear this amazing song, but then also from the story that we've told from what you've shared about your experience can hear the lyrics. And then I'll just imagine like, cause it's every time I played it, you know, before you recorded it mm-hmm. um, to be aired on, you know, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. I would always dance to, like, I could not, not move my body to it. Okay. Um, can we do this? Can that be the outro? We'll have the last thing be the video. The Not the video, but because the, there's no video. Yeah, yeah, whatever okay. you want. But we definitely awesome. absolutely have to play it. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm going to have to share my screen, so it's just going to be weird. Um, like, well, are we three minutes Are we wrapping back. up? I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's the um, way to... Yeah, I mean, for me... Uh, you know, well, one last thing I guess I want to say is because you were talking about there was this whole sort of process, uh, steps to it, or how, however you want to say it, of like, you know, you love music, you were happy that day, you know. The... Well, I was excited because I was getting to see. I was oh, I always love when you come down, and so yeah. there was that joy and excitement and anticipation of spending time with you, quality friend time. Yeah. Um, and then just want to hear the song you know and um being at the park and you know just yeah but what i was going to say is i i think it's safe to say the little girls had had a good time wherever i don't know what they did before but they were having a good time oh because they they were feeling amazing all sad and then you cheered them up like they were no because they were energetically they were a match to the energy that we had and that's like that whole magnet like attracts like birds of a feather flock together 
is like they matched our energy and so of course we attracted them we don't attract like if i'm in a bad mood i'm not going to attract someone who's happy and vice versa yeah but i was going to say even before that in time mm-hmm. Corey and i had a blast making that recording like mm-hmm. i remember feeling getting done playing it and being like oh my god i'm so glad we recorded that like, uh, that yeah like, yeah second time we've ever played it together ever so I mean, it's. I do think that's what's interesting about the law of attraction and the art of allowing. For me, is that it's it's not just like all of these amazing pieces kind of have to come together, and we can't possibly figure out how to how to do it in time and all. Like, there's no way. Like, if you, no way. if we yeah. set out, yeah. say, okay, Colin, you need to write a song that is going to be sad and like kind of show two sides to a story and it's going to be highly danceable and it's going to have piano when you've never done a song. <laughs> yeah. Piano yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, what you, you're going to need to do is make some sort of live recording of that song and then like bring it down somewhere in San Diego and have Stephanie dance to it and have everything work out so that five little girls in dresses come out of nowhere and dance. And totally want to dance with her. Like yeah. are so excited and happy. So, they just can't contain themselves. Yeah. So, yeah write that song Colin. Yeah. It's, it's over. Like it's over before it starts. You I know, know what I mean? Like, I and that's not going to happen. And, yeah. and, oh my God, this, so this <laughs> only human comes up because, because you're only human. Like this, I was just thinking about this as we had talked about, um, mm. doing this podcast was I, that kept coming up. Well, cause you're only human. Like it just, it's come yeah. up a lot for me lately. And then, and kind of what I'm walking through right now is like, you're only human. Like, come yeah. on. So what a perfect title for. Well, I think so, you know, and it's funny. I've, I, it's such a common phrase that it felt very natural to write the lyric that way. It felt very natural. It's in the main thing in the chorus. So it felt like the very easy title to have it be. Um, but, you know, I never stopped to think until this moment, like, why is the word only in there? Because obviously we understand human, like, we should say, oh, well, you know, we're human, we make mistakes, we're imperfect, you know, et cetera. That's sort of what we're trying to convey. And I, But the only really means, my understanding, is that we're not higher power. We're not God. We're not the universe. But we have this amazing role we can play mm. in how our lives unfold if we work with that force or energy or however you oh. think about it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if I try to get into a place, which I've done many times in my life, and I think most people watching have, where it's like something is so important to me that I need to control it, then I am blocking off all this amazing stuff that that the universe, because it's infinite or higher power, however you think, can just infuse all that sort of magical stuff. But it requires me to admit and accept that I am a participant in that magic i'm not the the only one doing it all yeah. you know yeah. so i it, it's funny i never thought about i mean how many mm. that was like what 2016 that was like five years ago but yeah. i never really thought about that but that's really what that yeah. means to me is that because only sort of sounds like oh well it's only that like it's less than and i don't think that's the intent of it it's just like don't hold yourself to this standard like in terms of what I was going through in the romantic relationship that ended don't because I think that that's what happens when people get dumped sometimes is 
you go through this thing, which is a human thing of like, well, what could I have done differently? Mm. Or who could I be differently that would yeah. have kept that person around? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're not God. You're not the, the grandmaster of everything. You're an important, important part that's connected Absolutely. to all that, but you're not the whole designer and master of it. Yeah. So don't hold yourself responsible for the consequences of something that you didn't have any control over it. You're right. only human. But yeah. so it's like, take the pressure off yourself because you're only human, yeah. but also yeah. realize that being only human, you have this magical connection you can hook up to Absolutely. and amazing things can happen out of bad experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look what came out of that. Yeah, so, so much good. Mm. All right, we will. Uh, okay, we'll play the song for everybody um, at the <gasps> here. And let me get my. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay, my closing script is not here. Hold on, one second. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Live video. Okay, so we do the closing first and then we're going to totally end with the song. Yeah, we're going to totally Is end. Is that the plan? Song. Okay, got yeah. it. Oh, well, let me get it actually. <laughs> what is happening to the show right now? It's just, it was doing so we're, well. We're only human. I just want to get the video ready to go. So, yeah, this is it. Okay. Ready rock and roll. Oh my God, I haven't heard in a while. This is going to be fun. All right. Um, so I'll, I try to, after that little debacle, just segue seamlessly to the next. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, everyone. We hope you hey. enjoyed today's podcast. Yes. Um, if you feel like to call, uh, <laughs> I'm only human. I make mistakes. If you feel called to like or subscribe to our podcast or the video here on YouTube, um, it helps us a lot. We would be very grateful to you. If people want to find you, Stephanie, how can they get a hold of you? www.powerenjoy.com. P-O-W-E-R-I-N-J-O-Y. And I have a free 30-minute discovery session for you if you'd like. All right. And you can always find me, Colin, at colinwister.com. C-O-L-L-I-N. W-O-R-S-T-E-R. -E Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to the Thank audio you. version. Thank you so much for watching if you're watching the um, the video version. And we will see you one week. Yay. Depending on when you're watching this. But we're going to make another episode a week from today. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching uh, Co-Creation Station. And here is the song Only Human by my band, Red Treasure. Have a great week.
Gift to 